0: What's up, y'all? Um, I want to start. Well, you know what? I'm, I think I'm going to start calling these late night nuggets. I just, with the title that I came up with the other day, it was pretty spot on. Um, I know I really haven't been putting too much content out. I actually, I did one the other day, but um, we had to pull it back for undisclosed reasons, um, which is fine. We'll, uh, I'll end up putting that out in about a month, um, and I'll hopefully have a couple more, um, what are they called, <laughs> collusions, um, I can't, <laughs> I already can't think of what it is, anyway, um, I plan on doing a couple more of those, and uh, and putting what we did the other day out, even though I put it out for a minute and took, took it back, and if you're one of the lucky I think nine people to have listened to it. Um, we'll be putting it back on eventually. But, uh, I just wanted to, to get on tonight and, um, even though it isn't too late, but I've had a hard time waking up at six o'clock in the morning and instead sleeping in until damn near, you know, nine, ten. So, um, I gotta go, go to bed a little earlier tonight. But I'm still gonna do, uh, Still got a little bit of writing to do, some uh, <laughs> Black Ops 2 fighting to do um, to get me in the mood to get some sleep going on. And I just watched uh, a couple of videos um, of Steve Jessup. If you hear me chomping my gum, it's because the doctors gave me two milligram gum And not 4 milligrams, so I have to double it up. (laughs) And also just found out today that when I called to get my fucking prescription refilled of uh, nicotine gum, that I can't get another refill for 11 days. So I had to call into my doctor and uh, try to get him to give me another script for the right amount. Because I cannot... I cannot get by on just patches alone, man. It was the patches in the gum last time that got me got me going where I needed to go, you know? But, uh, yeah, so I got to... I watched a couple of things of, from Steve Jessup, and that dude is just hilarious. Oh, man, he reminds me of the South. Oh, that's what I wanted to get on about tonight. I have been in a uh, pretty intense... What is this one? One... Pretty intense Twitter battle with a dude um, who is one of—I guess I'll call him one of John Fugelsang's Lemmings or whatever. He, uh, me, and him have been debating the the divinity of Jesus. Which, when I first, in the, yeah. This, so this this late night nugget is gonna be about God. <laughs> um, however. He, uh... What am I doing? What am I doing? He... I thought he was pretty formidable. See, this shit keeps happening, where I think somebody has got some, you know, some good points to be made. I mean, I will say that he... he, This guy makes some pretty damn good points. I'll have to give it to him, because, um... He made me think. But, uh... And I'll give him this, too. He actually made me play to his game, and I hate it when that shit happens. Um where you're debating with somebody, and next thing you know, you're on the defensive rather than the um, the even... I don't, I don't want to necessarily be on the offensive uh, as much as I want to be on even keel and make it a discussion. Um, and when it first started, yeah, I was a bit of a... Uh, I guess I was a bit of a douche, I guess. Uh, I was just thinking, all right, this guy's stupid, whatever, and I called him an asshole... I can't remember why I called him an ass. Oh, that's what it was. Um, so he started in with the you don't know shit stuff. and uh, Or you don't know about your own faith or whatever. So, uh, yeah, this is this is going to be all about a Twitter battle. But, um, so that kind of popped off the insults. And then it got back to the discussion after so long, which was nice. But before I knew it, I was I was playing to his rules. And I hate doing that. So, he was formidable in the beginning. Because he was coming up with some shit that I hadn't really ever heard of before. Or at least had somebody arguing before. And so it was uncharted territory for me. And I thought, okay, well that's cool. You know, let's let's stick with my own knowledge and move on and keep going. you know, as far as I can before I have to start asking. Asking around. And, uh... I was actually, I, was, I, I did it for a pretty good amount of time. Um, actually, throughout the whole thing, but there was a couple of things that I had to check Google for, you know, some some resources that I had used or a name that I had forgot or whatever it may be. So how it goes is, from what I ascertained of him, is that he's a very passive person. And the thing about, and I might have said this before, but the thing about passive people is that they don't want to be wrong. And they don't care if they sacrifice the possibility of them being right. They just don't want to be wrong. And when you're debating somebody like that, it's very difficult to um, get a win. And the reason that you debate, yes, is to win. It's in hopes that the truth will come out and the truth will be victorious, but you're not going to debate if you don't understand that it's, it's a chess master between two people. One might be, such as myself, that I want to come to the truth. Um, but oftentimes it can be that both people aren't really so much cared and actually develops into not so much caring. Not to say that I'm special and that I'm um, exempt of it because I've I've even in this debate, I actually went that way at one point. But it may devolve into both just wanting to be right um, but I think from the get-go, he didn't care, and, and he w- ended up being pretty passive. He didn't care about being right as much as it was not being wrong. And I see that because, so he brings up this uh, group of people called the Ebonites. I think it was Ebonites. They were a, um, one, of the, one of the original followers of Christ. However, they didn't believe that he was divine. And so he takes that small group of people and he blows them up into um, somebody to be used to say, well, this is why Jesus wasn't divine. It's because this group of people, this small group of people um, said that he wasn't or believed that he wasn't back in in the, and they were some of the earliest followers of Christ. And so then we got into... Oh, it's, it's an argument that, you, that has been used. I don't know how much it's been used because this isn't necessarily an argument that most people get into, um, the divinity of Jesus. I mean, it is, but it, it usually goes more towards, you know, if God exists or um, lately because of the New Age atheists, um, if Christ exists at all. So not too much about the divinity. Uh, And even in the debates that I've watched of Dr. William Lane Craig and Sam Harris and Christopher Hitchens and Dinesh D'Souza and things of that nature, they don't really get so much into or spend a lot of time on the divinity. So an argument that's used more now is, well, Christ never said that he was God. Um, What's funny is that when looking for the sources that I used, um, when I go to, to Google and just type in whatever when it came to Christ, It reminded me of what I've talked about, about the 20,000 plus computer programmers working for Google. Because when you go to start looking at other sources or for your sources that you've used before, you can't find them anymore. Yes, it sounds like it's conspiracy theory, because I believe that it is a (laughs) conspiracy. That those 20,000 people aren't there just to make our lives better. That is not what Google is about. They never have been about that. Um, they're about making money. When I worked for Google, I worked for the branch that made them money, which was the advertising branch when it came to um, how they advertise and how they make money. That gum is out of flavor. Goodness. Anywho, Uh, where was I? So, in searching, you will find a whole shit ton of links by atheists. Um, or by organizations like NPR that are liberal, um, it's it's you're not going to find a whole bunch of stuff. In fact, there I was hard pressed to find anything um, from the Catholic web pages, or fuck even any Protestant pages. So um, that was slightly unsettling, and uh, I was like, well fuck, man, if I'm going to have to come here for any kind of sources, or if I just want to find like a a fast, okay, what was, you know, this book or that verse or whatever, I, I'm i going to have a fucking hard time where the other side of it brings up, obviously, all sorts of, of um, links and things that that could help somebody out who is arguing against the divinity of God. But anyway, uh, let's see, what would be the best arguments? The... Uh, it it really ended up going and it, i i would argue more so on his side of the two we started debating two different things we started started debating not only the divinity but we also debated or debated the um authenticity of the books themselves and this is where i found myself playing to his rules because he started making claims that john um wasn't like the other three canonical books being matthew mark and luke and so next thing I know, I'm starting to look up just verses or, you know, through the Bible, just verses and Matthew, Mark, Luke. I think I was in Luke at the time, um, looking those up. And then he'd say some shit and would just kind of sidetrack me. And I mean, this thread that's on there, it's under the thread of, on Twitter, between um, Larry the Cable Guy and John Fugel saying... And, um, me and this guy's, his name's Richard. And I called him Dick a few times and <laughs> double entendre, a little play on words, but he'd been doing it too. So he started, like I said, dude, he started in with, you don't know about your own religion. It was like, Oh shit. And maybe that was a, a win for him because he got me, I wouldn't say emotional, which he kept calling me because I called him an asshole, but it was more of attentive, if you will towards him, and, um, now it's, okay, now it's a, this is something that I'm going to win. What was I doing? Um, and that's, that's where he, I think, probably played the best. I mean, he was, he was pretty good, a pretty good debater, but eventually it got to the point where he would say, because I'd bring up, and I guess this is after looking through some of the, the atheist literature and, and, uh, uh, websites and articles. I guess the argument that I have been using is a pretty pretty well used argument which is um cuz I was making the point that everything matters that happens after the resurrection of Jesus. And he kept saying, well you're using the Bible to prove the Bible and he never asked me where I was getting this stuff. He was just assuming that I was getting it from the Bible. And it's not. It's other writings, it's other knowledge because the Bible doesn't tell about the remaining 11 dying, except for James. Um, And they all died a martyred death. Uh, Some of them were stabbed, some of them were beheaded, boiled, skinned alive, uh, crucified, crucified, upside down, fed the lions, things of that nature. So um, you don't find out about that in the Bible, except for James. Um, So obviously I would have had to hurt outside Fuck I'm starting to lose train of thought. Way to go me. Um But uh he ended up as I was talking about that and saying that I was using extra is it extracurricular? Other other um writings about the death of the apostles, then he came back with and this is where his passivity passivity comes into play again for the numerous time. I don't know if that's a real word. Um, he said, Well, have you ever questioned if all of those writings were just somebody writing about them in order to. Fuck. You know what? I'm going to look it up because I'm. I am paraphrasing, but that's a real shitty paraphrasing. Have you ever questioned. It was something along the lines of Have you ever questioned. Basically, have you questioned those stories? And it was like. Dude, you were getting so far. It's not that I haven't, but it's like, you keep going into this. You got to question everything. And I ended up saying that. Like, dude, are you saying that you have to question everything? Is that what you do in your life? Um, Here we go. Feel personal views. Show my hand. When did I make comments about God? Oh, I mean, he was just making some weird fucking claims that, um, didn't make a whole bunch of sense. He was really trying to play this, this part of like, he was being very coy too as to what he believed. And I wanted to know to an extent because you need to know where somebody's biases are and and everybody has them. Everybody has a bias one way or another. You got a bias. Um, it's, it's very seldom that you will ever see somebody that doesn't have a bias this way or that in something, and it's, uh, especially in in terms of uh, religion or politics. Uh, Man, I know I'm getting close. I had this other guy, oh shit, that's right, I had this one dude, here, I'm going to get back to that in a minute, but I was just going through this, I think it was Antifa or something, um, where... Oh, no, no, it was this one chick who was talking about deplatforming works, and she brought up Gavin McGinnis, Alex Jones, and Richard Spencer, which I don't think Richard Spencer has been deplatformed. But anywho, um, further down in the thread, I I see this guy say, I 100% agree with deplatforming fascists, comma, particularly right after the noose is fitted around their necks. And it was like, oh, shit, I found one. <laughs> so I retweeted it with a comment. Um, this is about nine hours ago. I wonder when Ryan here will be deplatformed for violating at Twitter's terms and service for supporting killing of people with differing beliefs who old Ryan here labels as fascists. Bet it doesn't happen. Explanation point. What do you think at Jack? And uh, he ended up responding. He was, are you admitting to be a, to being a fascist and therefore my, treat, my tweet is a threat? And it was like, dude, I, I ended up telling him, like, you tell everybody that they're fascists. So anybody who disagrees with you is a fascist. And I was like, Gavin and, and Alex Jones are definitely not fascists. They're very anti. He never responded, but uh, he was trying to save his own ass. In fact, he said, I was referring to the Nuremberg trials, Deplatform that. No, he wasn't. He wasn't it had nothing to do with Nuremberg. There was no mention of Nuremberg. There was no mention of any trials or anything else. It was specifically to do with the quote unquote fascists of the right. So uh that was fun. Um I mean he does some weird shit. So I getting away from that guy back to this Richard fella. Um he said if you're interested, here's a list of some legitimate biblical scholars who have studied at so his whole thing is like using scholars and historians and saying that um, that they're very critical and that's the most important thing that he's just being critical and he's trying to he's on a journey for the truth. Well, he didn't say journey for the truth. I ended up calling him out on that later, but um, he just wants to know the truth and he's going to question everything, which is fine and it's actually what I tell you people to do: question everything. If you think I haven't questioned what I believed in this whole fucking uh, dude, there's there must be two, three, four hundred t- tweets. In this, um, in replies, because he'll do ten replies, I'll do ten. So maybe maybe one or two hundred, but um, there is a shit ton of writing. Uh, because this became a very interesting topic for me, being that I've never really debated somebody on this before, or if I did, it was somebody that didn't know a whole bunch, and so therefore it was they they had a limited amount that they were able to to talk about. Where are they? Have you ever encountered? Some, oh. Um come on, here we go again. this is for him again, those martyrdom stories aren't in scripture, true. If you won't accept my extra biblical sources, why should I accept yours? I don't think I ever said I wouldn't accept his extra biblical sources. um, I may have. He may have said one or two, and um, I I debunked them for whatever reason or whoever it was or whatever it may be. Or I I argued the point that he made, but I never never, uh, rejected any of his extra-biblical sources necessarily. Have you considered the possibility that the original 11 disciples didn't make these claims, comma, That they were written later by those who adopted this view. So, what he's basically saying in the whole thing is that Jesus never claimed to be God, and that his earliest followers never claimed that he was God, all the way up for 400 years until uh, the Council of Nicaea, in which, what was the, uh, not Alexander, uh, Constantine uh, brought together the council in order to bring the the Bible together. And they, at that point, decided that Jesus was God. So that's the whole part that we're arguing. That's his whole argument. And he's, he, I, he has never said, and at one point I was actually straight up asking him, like, what are you? I asked him if he was a rabbi, if he was just a Jew, if he was Muslim, um, if he was agnostic or atheist. I wasn't saying that he was. I was asking him. I was saying, okay, this sounds like you could be this. And that was when it came to the Muslim part. Um, Because he was essentially saying that, okay, the Muslims say that Christ, Jesus died on the cross, but Christ didn't die on the cross. Um, And he was basically saying that too. And so I was like, well, that sounds like a Muslim, you know, are you, you know, you could be a Muslim, but I was saying it in not calling him one, but asking if he was one. So anyway, um, that's his whole point is he's critical of the, the Bible itself, the New Testament all of it, because even at one point he says that Paul never says that Jesus was God. Um, And Paul's letters are pretty much the most important letters out of all the rest with the exception of the canonical books. Um, And so it was, I mean, it was a pretty long drawn out debate. Hold on for a moment for a break. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) oh yeah Uh, that's a little nugget break (laughs) that's what I'm gonna call those (laughs) Um, great here goes the uh, losing (laughs) of the train of thought Uh, so his whole point is that the earliest followers never believed Jesus was God Jesus never called himself God except for and this is where it gets funky, except for in John uh, and Luke. Now, he never really said Luke until the end, but he was saying, yeah, Luke, fine he was finally saying that Luke says that Jesus is literally God, um, which he's seeing something that I didn't necessarily, I mean, I saw, but not to the point of where I guess he was saying that Jesus is literally God, more so in the ways that Jesus would say, I am the son of God, or, Um, referring to himself, I am the son of God, or uh, telling the story of the the evil tenants. If you don't know that story, Jesus told the story of of a farmer who leased his field out to tenants, and then he left with his whole family and everything. And after so long, the tenants um, were supposed to have grown some food and made some money off of it. So he sent one of his servants, the king, or this guy did, the farmer, to the tenants, and they beat him. Um, and they sent him back without any money. And so then he sent other tenants to do the same. He beat all of them, treated them shamefully. Finally, the farmer said, I'll send my son, because he will respect my son. And when, they, when he sent his son, the tenant saw him and said, well, this is the son, the heir. Let's kill him and, and get his inheritance, which is basically just keeping the field. And uh, at the end of it, uh, Jesus said, what do you think uh, the farmer will do with those tenants? He'll destroy them and whatnot. That, if you couldn't tell, is in reference to Jesus' own life and what was going on with the Jews and God. God sending his only... In the beginning, sending prophet after prophet after prophet, and the Jews would kill him. And I'm not saying all Jews. I'm just saying like the high priests, the Sadducees, Pharisees, uh, the leaders, essentially. And um, so all these prophets ended up dying, and then finally God said, I'll send my son. Now, not finally, because it was part of the plan, From the get go, understanding and knowing all things, so uh, God sent Jesus, who they ended up killing. And so I used that. That was from Luke. Uh, I think it's in a couple of the other ones. But like I said, at at one point I found myself making arguments only for Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and not John. And then finally I was like, wait a minute, I know what I know what's happened. Good on him. He got me to that point. But now I'm just going to turn around and say no, because that's all you have to do. Say no. No, absolutely not. And now, it's not saying it out of, out of, um, out of ignorance. I have studied uh, these books. I have studied the extra-biblical biblical writings, um, those of Josephus, who's probably the most famous uh, non-Christian writer of the time, and uh, plenty of the younger and, and other non-biblical sources, to hear if there was a way, if there was a group of people who followed the way, and what they called Christianity before Christianity was the way. And uh, sure enough, they did. Uh, The books were sure all written after Jesus, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, and let me actually go back a step, that doesn't mean that those books couldn't have been written by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is what the contention is. Uh, There's another argument, well, plenty of arguments that those four guys didn't write them. It's something called, um... Fuck, what is it? Enumerance? Enumerance? I think it is. Uh I had to look up how to spell that word. It's enumerance, I think. Basically, it's not ghostwriting, but it's, it's dictating to somebody who's writing it down. And that's what, um... That is what... Uh, partook, uh, for, that's, th- that's the other part is that when it came to Matthew, Mark and I think Matthew, Mark and John, not so much Luke, but Matthew, Mark and John, those were all dictated to somebody else, or at least the thought was it, the thought has never been that somebody else wrote it. And this was another contention by um, Richard is that somebody else wrote it and then stole authority from the names of these guys and just labeled it with their name to give them credit Without them receiving any qu- credit, so that was never really an uh, a thought uh, amongst the followers, even the early church um, It was an argument to be used later anyway um, so where are we at this point uh, hmm no, I can't think way to go me um, he was saying. Yeah, that the uh he he said that about the the whoever wrote the stories. And it's not as though you can't question it, sure. But you have to understand we are now hundreds of tweets into this. We are in in, in point, counterpoint, 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 counterpoint to the seventh degree. And he's doing this every step of the way. It's every single thing I bring up, he's well somebody could've made it up. Somebody could have made it up. Somebody could've made it up. And it was just after, I think after that one was finally because he hadn't said that yet, and it was it was towards to where it is now, and it was just, dude, I know what you're doing. It's every, it's a passive tactic. You don't want to look wrong. And um, at this point, I had brought up his own faith and why he wasn't telling me what it was. It's it's because he wanted to hold close his hand or not show his hand. And, and um, now it's it's gotten to the level where he ended up. Going after my character, saying that I was like every other Christian who, who calls names and is hypocritical and all these other things and doesn't and doesn't know how to think for themselves and all that. It was I I I could have called it beforehand that this is how that. Well, maybe I couldn't have because I thought that he was formidable. But as with most debates, when it, when you debate somebody after so long when they're when they're losing, when they're because he kept saying well you're too stringent or you're you're just defending your dogma and you you won't take into consideration what somebody else thinks which is all untrue um i've done all this study i've i've read a lot of the same shit that he's probably read um, you know i've i've listened to people on both sides especially when it comes to sam harris and christopher hitchens i've looked up what are the best arguments against christianity or against the existence of a god and I've read them, you know, and I still hold the the faith that I have. Um, and this guy is no different. I mean, he's pretty unique in a sense um, because just his style of arguing and also it being all in written form. Um, and plus, I'd, I can tell you that if we would have... If we would have been in person without uh, the ability to look shit up or whatever, you know, and given the time, because there'd be almost 24 hours before between responses and shit, especially on my side, because I had other stuff to do. But um, if we were face to face, it would have been a much different. I could have I could have told you this from the fucking get go that this guy is a a passive dude. I mean, yeah, he had some good arguments um, right off the bat and almost like rehearsed arguments. But it. It, after so long it was just like, okay, nine, now I see your true colors. Now I see that you're not wanting to, you're wanting to criticize everyone else but not leave yourself open to being criticized. And that's the whole process of this, you know. Going back and saying, because he, he kept saying over and over, I'm just somebody that wants to know. I'm just somebody that wants to know. Or, and, and kind of alluding to the idea that he was a Christian, but... That's a, it's a it's a silver tongue tactic, man, of like not wanting to seem threatening and yet still attacking, if that makes sense, and uh, and that's what he certainly he was doing. And um, I don't know I'm just kind of talking about it now. One, <laughs> one to put some content on this bitch, but uh, two to kind of tell you what I've been doing, and uh, that along with you know all the other life stuff that you got to do. That's taken up uh, quite a, a considerable amount of my thoughts lately. Uh, my wife asked me, "She was like, why? Why would you debate somebody like that? You know, why would you debate that?" And I said, "Because I can't not. I can't let somebody get away with that, especially somebody who has that high level of knowledge of." of things and who makes such outrageous claims, I can't let some, especially in a public place like Twitter, you can't let somebody see you um, fall to that or or not 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 engage. Like you guys, it's just like what I've talked about with Gavin G- McGinnis. Like you, after all the stuff that I've talked, I cannot then turn around and not debate somebody on that. It's not to, de- to say that I have to debate everybody but this dude was on a different level and um, he's arguing a position that most people don't know about, you know? So I had to engage so that, and and, in fact, I even told my wife, I was like, dude, I got five followers out of this. I know that there's five people that saw this and then followed me right after. And, uh, and that's, that's the main reason to do it is to give other people the encouragement to say, Hey, like we're, and what would have it have looked like too? you know, it's to give encouragement to say, hey, you know, don't ever give an inch, but also what would it have looked like if I would have walked away from that or, or bitched out or whatever, it would have looked like I didn't know what I was talking about. Maybe this guy has some credit there. You know, maybe, maybe this guy knows what he's talking about. And then you would have had somebody else possibly lose their faith, you know, or lose a little, little bit of their faith off of just that. So, um, that's what I see when I go into these things. When I go into to the debate over that, um, <laughs> I think my, uh, my brother-in-law might be listening to this, who is an atheist, but, uh, there's a, uh, there's a difference with the atheists and I'm not saying all of them, but there's a difference with the atheists that I've had in my life where they're cool. They're like Stefan Moilano, you know, they're, they're not there to try and hurt your feelings and fucking hurt your faith and and ruin, you know, something that we see as an identity. Um, They just don't believe, you know. And with those people, what can you do? You can go have a beer. You can hang out and have some fun. You know, with this fucking Richard guy, another thing that pissed me off so much about him was that he is a, uh, he's just a passive douchebag that is looking to get into a, debate with somebody because he's all too, I mean, he can't, he can't pass up a a response to something I've said, you know, where I'll pass up 20 of his things because it's like, well, there's no use in debating that, you know, he's, he's just making a fucking claim that, um, that doesn't hurt anything. You know, it's what he's saying about himself, but it it doesn't add or subtract to the, the conversation that we're having. So why even respond? You know, where for him it was, it was everything. And so it's, it's more to do with his character and there's other people like that. There's Sam Harris, there's Christopher Hitchens that they wanted. I think, I don't know, maybe it's just the, the untrusting that I have for other people, not all other people, but you know, other people in general that they're doing it for more, um, selfish reasons. And that's what it seemed like with this guy. And that was really fucking pissing me off is is that he was claiming to be one thing, yet he was taking a pretty malevolent approach towards it in in a, in a more selfish approach. You know, he was wanting to ruin somebody else's faith in order to um, prop himself up and uh, and make himself feel better for thinking that he was right. And uh, that dog don't hunt, you know what I mean? Anywho. Uh be accountable, be responsible. I hope you like this this uh podcast. Thank you for everybody that has been uh listening to me and the, the new listeners that I have. I appreciate it. I hope uh I hope you like it. I hope uh I can keep putting out good shit that you want to hear. Um and I know it's it's pretty heavy on God, but uh that's life, brother. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, you can find me at, uh, Facebook or Twitter. Just look up, uh, John O'Merchada. Um, I'll be the one with the Guy Fox mask. Uh, I believe it's J Merchada at, or at J Merchata on Twitter. And then Facebook should just be John O'Merchada. And, uh, the, I'm not, I mean, I'm pretty active on, on Facebook, too, sharing and shit, there's some stuff that shows up on that but uh, mostly on uh, Twitter Um, and then this so, if you want to hear anything if you have any comments, whatever leave them on there, whether you like it or don't like it, pro, negative I don't give a shit, leave me a comment Um, if you want me to cover something, put it on there, I'll cover it Uh, break for a late nugget Uh, break (laughs) 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 Anywho, um, thank you for listening. I do really appreciate it. Uh, be accountable, be responsible. Don't be liberal.